Just to clarify, these views that we speak of on our podcast are 100% our own and not those associated to anyone from Luton Town Football Club. Thank you very much. Welcome to Owen the Town and here's what's coming up today. Another win, another clean sheet as Luton win 1-0 on the road yet again, this time at Deepdale. The first time we've won at Preston in 50-odd years and what a win it was. Colo, I think we're going to give it to Colo, aren't we, boys? He's snatching the winner late on and uh, a great away performance for the seventh time this season. Love to see it. We're going to be chatting about Cal Naismith, what a side and this guy's been. Free transfer from Wigan in January. He's, he's a good centre-back. He's a good winger. He can play pretty much anywhere. But where do you see his main position going forward for Luton? Is it out on the wing? Is it a centre-half? We discuss him today. And we also answer your Instagram questions, your Twitter fleets. And we may as well discuss the GOAT, Peli Rudder Kampanzu. He's, he's had a good game for Tyranny. Uh, well, like I said, it's certainly boys. He, uh, I've never seen him play like that before. The guy was incredible. He was just... He was just too hot to handle, wasn't he? Let's face it. <laughs> I love it. But we'll get to that I in a minute. What I want to say about Perry, so yeah. We are joined today by Dave and Pataro uh, over Zoom. Hopefully, Pataro, we can have you back in a couple of weeks when uh, restrictions ease oh, again. Yes. So that'll be, oh, really? be brilliant. But um, Do we have to have him back? We have to have him back. Hey, he'd hey. love to have you back, Dave. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Could have done with your company on Saturday, to be fair. Yeah. It was hey. another really nice win, though, wasn't it? 1-0 away from home for the seventh time this season. It was scored nine away goals. Is that right? Nine away goals, seven wins. It's right it's brilliant, isn't it? That's crazy. I don't think on Saturday I was really worried at all. No. Not at one stage on Saturday did I just even think they were going to score. I don't even think they really got close, to be honest, did they? No. I don't, really, I don't actually remember them having a chance, to be honest. I think we controlled the, the game quite well. I thought we had yeah. a, we had a, you know, a couple of minor opportunities in that first few minutes or first part of the first phase of the game. And our goalkeeper, when he was called on, was exceptional. Well, before we get into the game, though, let's get into some three-word reviews. This is how you guys summed up Preston nil, Luton won in three words. Timothy says, good away win. Michael, brilliant team performance. Alex, onwards and upwards. Trace says, 50-point party. Carol, I follow was awful. I think everyone can agree on that mm-hmm. one. Uh, Pete won nil, Luton. Martin says, legend status Pelly. Faithful Hatter says renewing season ticket. JJ, Nombe should have passed. And Bataro, you've made our three-word reviews today because you said Pelly's best game, and then you didn't put in brackets ever, but Pelly's best yeah. game. He was outstanding, weren't he? He was everything I think we know he can be, right? Is that a good way of putting it? Yeah, he was just phenomenal all around, wasn't he? He just done everything right. Everything. I don't even think he misplaced the pass, did he? Or I don't maybe think so. once, but you'd expect that. But no. The guy, the guy was like I said. I, I, I've never seen him play like that before in my life. I just, I thought to myself, shit. Like if he can do that now, where's it been all season? Yeah, I think he was. I think he was very strong on Saturday. Um, I think mm. I text halfway through the game. Pelly's on an absolute fantastic game so far, and you know, didn't really put a foot wrong. You can't, you know, you just can't say he'd done anything wrong. I can't think of one thing to be fair. No, neither can I. That's very rare for me to say that as well. 
I think with Peli Ruddock Batara, and I, I think you'd maybe agree with this, is that it's not like you, you hate him or anything, but it's more like you know he can play like he did against Preston. That's that's how well you know he can play, and you just want to see that more consistently. To be honest, even like you say, yeah, consistently, but to play like he did against Preston, I wouldn't even expect him to play that well every game. But it's just sometimes, you know, like I say, every week, he does, you know, let himself down with his pass rate and stuff like that, and he gives the ball away cheaply, whatever. But, yeah, we all know he's got that in his locker. And, you know, maybe it's a bit of confidence now. Cause let's face it, he's played well now the last two or three games. He really has. Is that why you get against- frustrated with him, though, Bataro? Because we both know, and we all know how good he can be. Oh, yeah, um, and course. then I mean, he has one of those stinker of games where he couldn't put a pass yeah. together. And it's frustrating because you know he's really good at times and can be really oh, yeah, good. Yeah, 100%. 100%. You know that with Pelly. He's got, let's face it, he's got, look at the side of his legs. He's got power. He can travel with the ball. He, well, I'm not saying he's the best pass of the ball all the time, but I mean, Saturday, wow, he's spraying the ball like, I don't know. I, I think he was, yeah, he, was, he was very precise, wasn't he? Um, yeah, very. Just want to Decision say, making was a spot on as well. His yeah. crossing's been magnificent recently as well. Yeah. That assist against Forrest. You could call that one on Saturday. It's like an assist of an assist nearly, isn't it? With that ball into the box to Dewsbury Hall. It's, it's, we'll get into that in a bit. Uh, Dave, wanted to touch another three word? Yeah, just uh, I wanted to say to Carol, who said, I follow is awful. Um, I complained. I sent an email back to um, EFL Digital or whatever they are and said, you know what? I missed most of the game. Actually, I didn't, but, you know, most of it, the, <laughs> most most of the first half was, it was hard to yeah. get on. And uh, I've had my, my fee refunded. So email I follow, you might get your e- money follow, back. Yeah, email. Yeah, I'll, be, yeah. I'll be doing that as well then, because they were shocking. They were terrible. Well, once we managed to get I follow working, we all got to sit down and watch Luton uh, go to another 1-0 away win. Uh, the first 25 minutes or so weren't great, was it? It was kind of just a bit... Uh, just not, not a lot happening. I think Preston didn't I, look like I they were... I mate. I didn't see it. Oh, well, did you not actually get on? Uh, I can get on. Oh. Maybe you get your tenor back minutes, then. Bro. Oh, mate. Well, fortunately, it wasn't actually mine. It was dad's. But yeah, you have to do that, wouldn't you? So if you're listening, get your money back. <laughs> I would say that, um, you know, we were we were okay in the game. We, you know, without creating too much, um, we were in control almost, I thought, at that point. You know, first 25 minutes. I, I looked at Preston and thought, nah, they're not going to score. That's how I felt. I didn't really feel troubled by them. I was, you know, wanting us to make more opportunities, but I just figured that, the, you know, the chance would come. We kind of did make opportunities in that first half. Adebayo had one where he cut in on his left and it was like deflected wide. Yeah. Um, and we had a multitude of corners. Yeah, we had one where Bree had a, a low shot saved, a very good save past the, past yeah, the post by the keeper. Sure that was. And yeah, it was kind of like. There was nothing really that made you feel threatened by Preston. Chad Evans kept diving around a bit, didn't he? Well, what's new? <laughs> what's new? Yeah, I bet I'll make comments about him, actually. If you get yourself in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't do that. But I, nah, I, 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 but th- that's the thing. If that's the only thing you can remember about um, Preston's attacking ability was that Chad Evans dived a bit and fell over a bit, then our defence did a good job, didn't they? Well, they had that header over the bar as well in that first half. But realistically, Sluger was... I don't think Slew was ever really under threat. He came up with a, with a couple of big moments in the second half, but nothing like he's been used to really with with having to like save the day with a, a with a crazy save. It was just fairly straightforward for him and the back. Well, the three, strong, back yeah, four, whatever it was. Strong the back, a strong back line, and a really we've already touched on it. A really good midfield playing, you know, playing at the the best level. And you know, if they stop him in the midfield or defence, then the keeper doesn't get much to do, does he? 
take a few goal kicks. About it. That's it. I was really confident. It's, it's one of the most uh, confident games I, I've been this season, really. I just didn't think... Yeah, we'll I'll be honest. I, did... I, I even had a smile on my face. I wasn't even panicking in the second half and it was like, you know, 30 minutes to go. I thought, right, nil-nil, we'll still grab a goal here. I think you, you texted me, didn't you, Dave, at one point saying, uh, we should we should be up here. I'm, we're conf- yeah. I'm confident there all this and that. I thought, yeah, do you know what? I'm confident as well because it was like that. Didn't want to, you know, jinx it and whatever, but fortunately it came good. Got rubber the green and... I suppose the, the only like worry it. that the only worry that you get there is that you you've been watching the game, you understand that we've been in control of it, and they get one chance and score. And in in past seasons that happened uh, to us, and and you know even this season. But and the big but was I didn't think they were going to score, so I wasn't too worried. What I was thinking was if we can make some subs and push on. I was thinking if we can bring on, and I thought this before them. I was like Ince or Luwalawa or I didn't even know if he was on the bench, but I just wanted more attacking subs to come on. And really, like, kind of go for it. And I felt like in that second half, we kind of did. We did go for it, didn't we? So Ince, Nombe and Collins all came on. And um, to be fair to Tom Ince, I thought he, I thought he did all right at the weekend. Mm, I see. I didn't really think he did. Do you know what I think? I thought he lost the ball a couple of times straight away. But no, look, I'm not going to get on Ince's back. I don't really think he's done anything since coming. He hasn't really played anything either, so I can't really judge him on that. But. Look, maybe his movement. Maybe I didn't see his movement enough. Uh, but so, but I don't really think he did much, to be honest. And what what minute did he come on in? Towards the end, wasn't it? It was over like half an hour left to about go. Twenty five or so, yeah. I know he did lose the ball a couple of times, but I also recall like that shot he had from the edge of the box, the one that he kind of like miss hit and it fell to Collins. That I feel like that was a moment of class uh, from yeah, in. Yeah, that was him, wasn't it? Yeah. That, that is what he brings to the squad, is that, like, composure. I know he, he really messed the shot. But in the end, that could have been a nice little assist for Collins. But it's kind of like that that split second of quality that if he could have just hit it correctly, you know, it, it, it's a game changer. And I was, you know, I don't, I, don't mind bring, I don't mind bringing on an attacker that's prepared to take on a defender, especially when you want to take the game to an opposition. Having someone like Cornick or Ince or... Um, even like Jordan Clark from left wing back, he's mm-hmm. less, he's so positive. Uh, Adebayo is so positive taking on players, and that's what you want in them that last half an hour when you when you're taking the game to the opposition. Talking to Jordan Clark, we need to give him more of a mention soon as well because that guy is phenomenal, mate. He has put in shift upon shift in the last however many games. The guy is incredible. You talk about consistency at the beginning of this podcast. Now I think Jordan Clark is a definition of consistency. Yeah. At left wing back as well, let's not forget. Oh, mate, he's phenomenal. He plays what left wing back, right wing back, left mid, right mid. The guys are unreal. Oh, just yeah, I love him. I kind of like the um, the 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 depth of our squad at the moment, the strength and the depth of our squad when you can bring on players like Ince and they come mm-hmm. on. I actually thought he did all right. I mean, I didn't have any issues with him at all, really. You know, okay, yeah. So he didn't didn't shoot on target there, but he created the targets. He created the the shot, didn't he? And yeah, so and his distribution is good when he gets it, and he's a class player, so it's nice to have him. And going back on yeah. to consistency and Jordan Clark, if you, if you had to pick a player of the season so far, do you reckon he'd be up there for like an underrated pick yeah. of like five? If you what? had, a, why wouldn't he? I mean, mate, he's played out of position pretty much most of the season, so why wouldn't he be? And done a good shift as well, done a good job. Sorry, so yeah, why wouldn't he be up there? I mean, there's a couple in there, two or three flat in the bat for me, but. I'd be interested to hear, I don't know if you guys have one on the top of your head, but who would be your player of the season be so far? Would it be Dewsbury Hall? See, I yeah. think I think Dewsbury Hall played really, really well when he first started out. 
and I think everybody's sort of benefited from playing alongside him. So Jewsby Hall would be a candidate, but for me, it, it, it could it could easily be Jordan Clark. Easily. You know, I'm going to pick, didn't you? Sluger. Yeah. Nah, Sonny, no. mate. Sonny. Well, but, but the thing is, it's it's such been a, such a good team performance all round this yeah. season that it, you know it's difficult. And that, why not? It's great to be in that yeah, position. I've been massively impressed with most of the team as well. They're, they've all been brilliant, to be honest. To be fair. I think I think they've all had their moments or their games, like their select games where they play well. And but yeah, I say Jewsbury. Since we've had him, he's looked, probably looked like the most effective player. I'd say. I suspect that um, a few of the supporters groups would vote for him. I say I tell you what we'll do. Producer Jacob listens to this all the time. So producer Jacob, go on Twitter, put a poll out, and I reckon the responses to this are going to be so varied. I think so many people are going to say Pelly. people are going to say Pelly, people are going to say Bradley, Lockyer, Sluger. Ooh, people, well. you know, Ooh. there's loads of options in there. People will say Jewsbury Hall. People yeah. might say Cornick. You know, I'm, I'm interested. Who's your player of the season so far for Luton? Um, I'm going to say Jewsbury Hall for me, but yeah, I'm interested. Go, go on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Leave your comments, um, and let's talk about the goal. We took the lead then in the 83rd, 84th minute, and Pelly's put in a couple of beautiful balls recently, hasn't he? That one against Forest was. Don't laugh when I say. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Don't laugh when I say beautiful <laughs> balls. I was, I was, I was <laughs> it's just a phrase. It just made me smile. Excellent. Cheers, Dave. Uh, <laughs> all right. Pelly's put some great crosses in the box recently. That one against Forest was on a plate for Tunney. Uh, this one was on a plate for Jujubee Hall. And I'd say he should score, but the keeper's pulled off a worldy save, hasn't he? Oh, great save, isn't it? He's yeah, it was mate, a great save. Yeah, mate, he makes contact. He makes contact of it well. Like, do you know, what I mean, trying to guide it in the far corner. All right, it's not right in the corner, but the keeper's done well to react like that. And anyone who sits there screaming, "Oh, he's got to score!" Maybe he should, but you've got to congratulate the goalkeeper as well. But talk about reactions, though. The keeper made a fantastic save, but our, our centre forward mm-hmm. made an even better reaction to get that yeah. ball and, and and keep it alive. It was the type of thing when I saw him stretching for it, I was thinking, oh, is that going to hit the pose? Is that going to hit the side netting? Mm-hmm. But he's done so well just to get it back across the goal. And Yeah, people people like to have a little whinge, don't they, sometimes about Colo missing like sitters. But I think there, I think he's pulled that one out of his backside. You know what I mean? I don't know where that's come from. Because it was a tough angle, like you say, on his left left foot as well. Yeah. And can we just, can we not just uh, come to an agreement and that's his goal and not an own goal? Yeah, because we run the Surely. EFL. And uh, yeah, I, I, I didn't think it was an own goal on the time. But when you watch nah. it, when you watch it back, would it have gone in if it hadn't hit the keeper? Maybe. Yeah, not. I think so. I think so. <laughs> let's give it. Let's give it to him, mate. Come on. I think it's. I harsh. think you give him all the credit for it, but you know, it, it. I think I think he just deserves it for making it hit the keeper because. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I look at it and it's his goal really, but you know, officially yeah, it's not. It's officially it's not, is it? So you know, you know, it goes. Doesn't matter. It's a goal. And going one nil up in the last ten minutes is a nice feeling away from home, isn't it? It's just that ball, it, you know, that Bournemouth game. I know it wasn't quite that late, but it was just like satisfying and deserved. What yeah. the week? Oh, Absolutely deserved. Hundred percent deserved. Um, I can't see any reason why. I, I thought we could have had two or three on Saturday. Thought we were that we were much much better than they were, and um, it, it was it was a. Decent, decent performance, a great goal. And let's not forget, Preston have some really good players. And I know last week we spoke about overachieving and underachieving. Matara, you weren't even here last week, but we no, were talking last week. It was the talk was like, is it wrong to say you're overachieving, and are we overachieving, or would finishing in the top half be overachieving? But 
you'd probably look at a team like Preston and the players they have, they wouldn't expect this season to be where they are in the table, would they? Well, not after finishing, was it ninth last season? No. I mean, everyone's expecting them to maybe put a little promotion push in for like the playoffs, but it's how football goes, though. It's a championship, isn't it? At the end of the day, it's nothing set in stone, and we all know that. I think every, I think every fan knows that, apart from Norwich fans, because, you know, they love it, don't they? <laughs> I think Alex Neil said after the game, obviously he's lost his job since since they played us. Um, I think after the game, I saw this on Twitter today, that he said he didn't even know his strongest team. And you think like, he was like, I just don't know who's in my strongest 11, which I guess is a bit of a problem when you're manager of a football team that you're sitting there going, I've run out of ideas. I have no idea what to do anymore. Had he just given up? He's just given up. I think so. Point. And he knew what was coming. Um they always talk about the dressing room and, you know, has he lost it, you know, but the, the fans knew he wasn't going to survive. The press knew he wasn't going to survive. The Preston he, fans after the weekend, there was no teams like Luton. It was just get our manager out. He's not, he's not up for it. Exactly. Exactly. But if everybody knew it, then he would have known it. He would have known that if he hadn't have beaten us, then he, it was curtains. And if it wasn't curtains this week, it would have been next week when he lost the following week. So, you know, sad, sad that, that someone loses their job, but happy that we got the three points. And we got to talk about the chance number head at the end. Um, we did put a little a little tweet out today. Just I wanted I wanted to know people's opinions in that in that position. Do you think you should shoot? Do you think you should pass? Because at the time when he when Pelly originally, by the way, what a ball from Pelly when he originally played that ball, I was sat there screaming for him to. I was like, he's got to pass it. He's got to pass it. Um, he got through his shot well wide in the end. I was screaming. What do you guys think? I was screaming pass. It was it was like was it three ver- three one three versus two uh, on the way in, or uh, two versus one? I can't remember. Um, but a little uh, an earlier pass across. To, it was Ince in the in on the right hand side there. Yeah, and Ince gets a, a clear strike on the goal, and you can see Ince really calling for it as well um, as the mm. ball goes over. So you know what? How 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 old is Nombe? He's young. He's young, right? Uh, so he sees the goal. He wants to impress. He wants to score. Um, but the if, thing it, if it looked up a pass, we'd have scored for definite. I always, I think, right, I understand people's points. And a few people made this point on Twitter today. And look, you, you can disagree with me all you want. Uh, but I'm probably going to disagree with you in a second. Right. Let's go. Let's but go. I always think that like, you just said, like, he wants to impress. So he's gone through. And I, f- I feel like he could pass the ball to Ince. And you watch it back. Not when he shoots. I think if you take it back three seconds, there's a nice little option for a left-footed, slotted through ball right in front of Ince. Yeah. And Ince can run on. And then Ince has got such a wider angle to aim for at the goal. That's before he gets into the 18-yard box. Yeah. Right? yeah. And I feel like that would have been the best option. I don't I don't blame him for running and shooting because, like you said, he's a young lad and I'm sure he wants to score the goal. But would, imp- would it impress Jones more... If Nombe would have played that little pass, uh, that unselfishness, that good decision making, would Nathan Jones look then go, you know what, fair play to that lad. He's not, he's he's mm. sacrificed a potential good opportunity for himself to play an easier chance in for Ince, the team. What do you think, Bataro? Uh, what do I think? Uh, why don't you just run to the corner flag? Why not? I'm pretty impressed, <laughs> Nathan Jones, more, wouldn't it? Nah, joking, but seriously, um, it's. Look, it's a bit of a sticky one, but for me, I think he, I've been. I've no, I have no worries there or problems with him shooting. Obviously, until he misses, but I understand what you're saying. Maybe pass it earlier before he gets into the box or whatever else. But I think, you know, 
either runs central maybe and drags the defender out and gets an overlap from Dewsbury Hall or whoever. Do you know what I mean? A bit more movement. Anyway, or, but for me, I didn't see, I didn't have a problem with him running towards a goal and shooting, but I just think that maybe, you know, because the defender cuts off the line for uh, Ince eventually. And in that situation, you can't pass. Because he you fuck the pass up there, he'd be screaming. People would be screaming, hang on a minute, why is he not shooting there? Do you know what I mean? So yeah. there, it's a bit catch-22 in a way. But I just think maybe when he squares up like, towards the defender a little bit, the defender knows that he's got ints to his left-hand side. I just think, give it a little faint, go back on your left and hit it across the goal on your left. That's what I wanted. I wanted him to go on his left foot. Because yeah, I'll tell you what, if he goes to the left, mate, the defender's about five yards from him. I know, Six, right. Seven, I know it doesn't matter either because at the end of the day, we won. And um, Kev Lennon on Twitter said, if he scores, no one would be asking this ridiculous question in a game we actually won. Mm-hmm. But I feel like, as, as I you don't know, think I, it's, I think it's fair to discuss it. I don't and, think it's a, a ridiculous question at all. Um, I was screaming pass. I mean, we won and I'm happy that we've won, but I was screaming pass. Let's get to, let's make it 100 million percent safe. Um, but you know. yeah, I, I, look, boys, I get what you're saying, but for me, I think he done the right thing in shooting. That's, that's my opinion. I I wouldn't want him passing it there. He's a striker, for fuck's sake, get a on goal and just score. That's what I'm thinking. But all I would say is maybe his first touch could be slightly better, and uh, you know maybe the the stance where he goes to shoot, maybe maybe going to his left, and the defender's nowhere near him. Then and he's got the whole goal to aim at anyway. He, he opened up his body quite wide, didn't he, to have that shot? It was because yeah. it was well wide in the end. It didn't even. I think the keeper might have had it covered, even. Sure, yeah. Surely, though, we all want the same thing. We want him to succeed as a player for Luton Town. We want him to be a mm-hmm. decent player. And so everyone will have the opinion. I that want... chance against Coventry was easier yeah. midweek, wasn't it? End yeah. of the game for him. That was on the yeah. plate. So I just, no, thought, yeah. I just thought, you know, maybe a few more games under his belt, he would have looked up because he'd have probably had a few more chances. And if he'd have been playing more, he may have passed that ball. To Ince and Ince would have scored for definite. That's how I felt about it. But you know, it, like like Kev says, it doesn't matter. We got exactly. three points. Absolutely look, three points. Lucky I'm enough, happy with it didn't matter. Um, we held out at the end. Um, Sluga did some brave goalkeeping, didn't he? Got a bit of a knock. I think Bree at the far post put one out for mm-hmm. a corner. And yeah, full time came along. One nil win. Things you love to see. Um, and happy days because now, now let's face it, we're pretty much safe now. So. Love that. Oh, we're, we're, we are surely safe now. If anybody's oh, yeah. thinking we're not safe, um, can they please let us know? Yeah, yeah. that'd be great to know, wouldn't it, actually? Is there anyone out there that thinks that we're not safe? Let's face it, what was it, 55 points I was saying to you boys this season we're going to need. But, you know, five points from what, nine games? Yeah. We'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Mate, if we win our game in hand, we're only nine points off the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, now when you put it like that. See, I'm already thinking about the start of next season because uh, holidays have to be booked if we're allowed to go on one. Yeah. It's going to be exciting. Um, let's move into today's player focus. We decided to avoid Pelly today and talk about Cal Naismith because we've been so impressed with him recently. Um, he's slotted in at centre half like nothing's ever, like, like he's played there all of his life. How good has he been? How impressed have you been with Cal Naismith? I'll be honest, I'll be more impressed with him at centre half than I have at left midfield or left wing back. Yeah. I think he's a bit more comfortable in the centre, but maybe push it. You know, um, it's not going to be a long term thing for him, is it? Let's face it. It's, well, as soon as Sonny and Lockyer are back, I think them two will be back in there. But I wouldn't be surprised if you see him maybe in central midfield, like left side of central midfield, because I think he looks very good in the centre. 
looks good on the ball, doesn't he, Naismith? That's yeah. why I quite like him at centre-half, because when he's on the ball, I feel calm and confident mm-hmm. that he's going to pick a pass. When he, when, he, when he first started playing, when he first arrived and he started playing the first couple of games, I really didn't rate him at all. I didn't think he was that good when he first started. Yeah, um, he was a bit isolated, didn't he? Yeah, I, I just thought, oh, what have we bought here? But actually, over time, he's had some really immense games. I thought Saturday he was in control. I thought he's played well at centre-half. Is that his best position? Maybe a holding midfield would be a better place for him. Maybe on the left, right? I don't know. It, I, I, I just think overall he's impressed me more than when he first started in the team. So the last few games, he's been excellent. He's good in the air as well, wasn't he? Yeah, he was very strong at the weekend. Very, very strong at the weekend. And, you know, you, when you got the ball, you just figured he's going to deal with that. Well, producer Jacobs put some stats down on our podcast uh, running order today. Apparently won 10 aerial duels last week. Ooh, that's lovely, that is. There you go. It's not bad, is it? Because he's not the tallest either. He's, got, he's quite tall, isn't he? About six foot one. Genuinely, okay, that's quite tall. <laughs> oh, I don't know, actually. I'm, I might have made that up. But he's probably taller than Locke, you're actually saying that, isn't he? I'm, I'm probably just yeah, thinking yeah, of Sonny because he's massive. I'm going to have a look for you boys now. Hang on a minute. You have a look whilst I read what some of you guys said about Cal Naismith then. Ollie says, I'd play him at centre-back, no doubt. I'd love to see him and Locke there one game to see if it works. Pearson has been solid and I love him. Um, I'd just like to see two players with the ability to pass it around without us all having kittens. Yes. Um, <laughs> Pearson did his old boot out of play for a throw in a couple of times the other day, didn't he? But... Yeah, solid, solid as always. Uh, Will says it will be interesting to see how we use him once all our defenders are fully fit. Do we keep uh, keep him as a centre back for now? He is Mister Versatile, though. I think he could well, versatility—that's uh, that's the word. He is a very versatile player. He can play. He's played in several positions. He's had some good games. I, like I said yeah. earlier, when he started out, he, I didn't think he was performing that well. But maybe I, I was wrong in that opinion. Um, and I think he can probably do us a, a real good favour by. Well, yeah, that's it. You know, Talking of Mr. Versatile, he was known. He was known. Uh, Mr. Sorry, he was known by that name at Wigan, wasn't he? Or Portsmouth? He played in every position, or something like that. I'm yeah. a goalkeeper. But he's so doing that, a fantastic. He's doing a great job where he's been asked to play. And, yeah, you know, and that's even like good. Jones said it, didn't he? When he first came, he said, "I've played pretty much anywhere." Oh yeah, lads, six foot one. There you go. Okay, so he, he's quite tall then. Forget it. Yeah. <laughs> it's fair. That's yeah. It's fairly tall. Not as tall as me though. But yeah, fairly tall. I know you said you didn't really rate Naismith when he first came in, but I thought when he kept, when he first came in and played on that left-hand side, I thought he was showing a bit of quality. And like I said, on the ball, and potentially his final ball, for, for me, it was better than someone like Lua I just felt at the time he was a little less strong than I wanted him to be. I thought he put a few passes astray, and I was going, genuinely, I was thinking... What, why, why have we bought this guy? But I, I hold my hand up and say I was wrong. He's played really I well. He looked a bit nervous, to be honest, when he yeah, first came in. I just, I just, uh, and he was, ch- he was, was he one of his first games was against Chelsea as well? Uh, Bournemouth away, I think, was his, his debut, weren't it? We signed yes, him that's the day before. On, yeah. he, he came on in the first half as well. Yeah, and, and the thing yeah. is, with, with that, just after transfer, and he gets chucked into the team, he hasn't really played with them. And, you know, I didn't think he was fantastic, but he did a job. Callum says, um, I wasn't his biggest fan when he came in, uh, but oh. him being a centre-back, we've seen a different side to him. Long may it continue. Yeah. Well, look, I, I, like I say, I hold my hand up and say, um, I didn't think he was great when he came in, Callum. I agree with you, but you know what? These last few games, I think he's been brilliant. 
Yeah, I do like Nate Smith, to be honest. When we, when we signed him for a free agent, I've done this. I was, I was over the moon with that because I thought, I remember at Wigan, and obviously one of my friends is a Portsmouth fan, unfortunately. Yeah, we are friends <laughs> with him, believe it or not. But, and um, yeah, and even he said he was uh, back in League Two or whatever it was. He was Portsmouth's best player of the season or something like that. Yeah. So, yeah, and obviously we've seen him play a few times for Wigan as well, but he, he did look good. He was solid and all their fans liked him. So we knew he had a half-decent player there somewhere. It's just coming out your show a little bit sometimes, isn't it? Andy Burgess, um, he left us a comment this week. We need to get back on the podcast because he was great last time. But mm. he said he's 100% not a centre-back. He's done really well, but at key moments, he's shown himself to be what he is, a square peg in a round hole. Brilliant cover for Sonny, but needs to be used higher up the pitch. Yeah. Oh, a bit like what I said, is that? Yeah? No, <laughs> <laughs> joking. No, I'm joking. Yeah, like I said, actually, no, let's ask Andy. Uh, do you think he could do a job in midfield, of a central midfield? That's one for you, Andy. That's one for producer Jacob to tweet out to Andy then. Clip yeah. this, put it out. Um, probably good to a job in centre midfield, to be fair. He's very good on the ball. And Sam says, um, he's been class over the last few games. I'd like to see him in a left side of a back three with Bradley and Lockyer on the right. However, if we move to a back four, I can't see Bradley getting in. He was in poor form before injury. Oh, that um, face. Yeah, you yeah. see that face he's just yeah. made? Okay, go for it. Go wow. for it, Vittorio. Well, I don't, I don't really understand that one, but fair enough. Each to their own. Does Sonny get back in your back four when he's fit, mate? Oh, of course he does, mate. He gets into fucking mo- uh, every single bottom half club in the championships back four. He's mate. I don't even understand that one. I think. I think <laughs> we just maybe I'm just biased, but the we, guy. I don't know, man. Just. Oh yeah, fair enough. Go on, go on, Dave. I, I would just say we're quite lucky that we can have this debate about whether. One of our favorite, one of your favorite players, or our favorite players, can get back in a team um, after injury. You know, I think that's great. If we've got an, we've got a few quality defenders that we can use. If so, I think Sonny gets back in the mm. team. Oh, to be honest, I'm trying to think of Sonny's poor form because I don't actually recall him actually playing bad before uh, for his injury. And when he was playing, if he did look a bit, you know, not as good as usual, maybe because set, he sets himself a higher standards, and you know, we used to. Sonny being that man at the back that's just calm and collected. And do you wait? And also, also another thing, he was actually injured for a few games previous to that. Nathan Jones even said it. So, and he's fighting for the, he was playing for the pain. So, if people did think he was a bit off, maybe that was the reasoning. Do you automatically for him? That's that's what I'm saying. As soon as he's fit, do you automatically select him, or do you wait for someone else to make a big balls up and then get him back in? Him? I think he's your captain, back in, isn't he? Yeah, you get him back or in the get team, back in. and then you yeah, adjust, would, you adjust the yeah. people around him. Well, I mean, people moan about Pearson. Would you rather have Pearson in the team than over Sonny Bradley? Or I don't no. know. But, well, there we go. Well, we'll Pearson see. Hopefully so. hopefully he's back before the end of the season. I, I I think Jones said something about him not being back for international break or something. So I guess we shall wait and see. Let's get into some Instagram questions and some Twitter questions today. Jamie says, where do we need to strengthen to progress? Oh, that's kind of difficult, at isn't moment, it? At the moment, nowhere. I, think, I don't think at the moment. No, sorry, go on, Dave. No, I think that's a hard question because the team has performed um, pretty well. It would be nice to have that. I think we've 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 recently purchased a really decent striker. Yes. Um, maybe one other of those that would be nice if they can. I think you know, maybe I think maybe a number ten, maybe like a real you know a real good number ten. That'd be nice. What I think we're going to need to do in the summer is find someone who can take Dewsbury Hall spot but someone who's our yeah. player. Let's go sign like that twine from Swindon and let's let's really like 
it's 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 kind of like what Nathan Jones done with Jordan Clark, or you know, we didn't re-sign Izzy Brown last season at the end of, or start of this season, but he went out and he found an upgrade on Izzy Brown, who's obviously it's going to be hard to find an upgrade on Dewsbury Hall, but you could maybe find someone who can still fit and do everything he does as a player, but is actually our player and we can develop to make him as good as Dewsbury Hall is going to be. Uh, you do forget sometimes when you're watching that Dewsbury Hall isn't our player. It's sad, isn't it? It's very sad. Yeah. So yeah, maybe we want someone like him or someone we can develop into someone like him. Um, so I'd go with that for definite. Like you said about that twine from Swindon, I mean, like we used to get on those people might say, yeah, he's a lower league player. Obviously, some people might say that, but most of our players that we sign come from the lower leagues, let's face it. And yeah, I'd be happy to take it. He looks like a half-decent player. And I saw something floating about Twitter as well over the last couple of days. People are posting more stuff about Scott Twine. So is that happening? Or I would be knows? very surprised if the club aren't already looking and already targeted yeah. their players and already looking at, at that because we know we're not far off the end of the season now. That's it. I'm sure they've got their ideas who they want anyway. Just about going to get them now. But now I'm sure that whoever we recruit will have, you know, the most faith in whoever's doing it because, look, uh, when really do we sign any bad players? Well, apart from, uh, <laughs> what's his name? Jervis. <laughs> I'd go get uh, Marcus Force on a season-long loan from Brentford. Of course you would because you're fucking loving Brentford, mate, yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I watch, when I'm, I watch him come on and I think this guy's a good player if he had game time. I was like... Loan him to Luton. Loan yeah, him to would he come to Luton though? Would he? Cause yeah. He to, does he not get into Brentford's team? Not starting eleven. Yeah, I know, but he's on the bench as well. They like to bring him off the bench, do they not? And he's good cover. Yeah, but imagine so a full I'd... season of him and Adebayo up front. I reckon. I reckon that'd be an all right loan signing. You know about uh, Force, the one that went to uh, AFC Wimbledon, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. him. Yeah. 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 He looks like a good striker in the ball. But like, no, like you say, but you know, it's all about. Well, obviously Brentford and like, you know well any team really where they want to get rid of a player that you know is on the fringe or up and coming because let's face it he is but look we, we never know who we're going to get I think it's that's the that's the beauty about it really isn't it? We, we never know who we're going to sign we get linked with so many players in the and it's a random in it yeah and then we go and get like some male player we've never even heard of or go hang on a minute oh that guy oh yeah I've never seen him play before exactly he comes tops do you know what I mean so I guess you know, the main thing is that we trust the yeah, manager, we trust the board to get everything right because the last two transfer windows, you have to say, have been pretty spot on. You can't really mm-hmm. complain. And maybe maybe that we didn't sign a striker last summer, but this window in the winter, signing Adebayo and, and Ince and stuff, and you can't really complain at all. That's it. Exactly um, that. Chris says, do you see Nombe being made a permanent signing? Yeah. I, I do. Honestly, I do. Because I think he had something different. Obviously, I know people say, oh, yeah, he's not that good. Or, you know, Jones stayed in training. He might be going back. Maybe. But he brings something different. He's pacey. Do you know what I mean? He wants to run at people as well. And I think we can play him on the wing. So, he's an option for uh, across the front three. So, I'd definitely say that he's worth looking at if he's not going to cost us too much or whatever else. So, yeah. Definitely. I think I think that's the big thing. Um, depends on the fee. Mm-hmm. That's what I would say. You know, if they can negotiate the right fee, then why not give him a chance? He's young. Develop him a bit yeah, further. That's it. He might be. We he might be that player. Back, we don't want him going back to Wimbledon and scoring twenty. Uh, Wimbledon, sorry, MK. That's bad, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> we don't want to go back to MK next season, scoring like twenty goals and getting them into the playoffs. Because, yeah, well, I'd rather see fucking yeah. Maybe I say, it, but yeah. <laughs> 
Well, um, listen, I think he's got a great opportunity at our club, and if he if he's putting in the effort, because you know a couple of weeks ago Nathan was saying he's not doing enough, mm-hmm. uh, but if he's putting in the effort and he produces some some changes in his game, well, why not? Why not keep him? Well, that's the thing, isn't it? Us, us as fans, we only see the games. So if Nathan Jones is in training and going, he needs to do more. Um, let's just hope he's doing more because, like, from what we've seen for him at the weekend, he could have scored. Uh, last week against Coventry, he could have scored. You know, he's had two good chances and he will tuck one away and maybe that's what he needs is just that goal to get his, his confidence going. So, Do you think, though, that the, the the manager would have put him on at the weekend if he didn't think he was capable or he wasn't doing enough? I don't know. So no, exactly. I, oh, yeah, exactly. I think, I think he's, a, he's a good punt to have. And you know what? And if at the end of the day, if we sign him and he's not playing so well, you can loan him out. Yeah, and also another thing as well, he's hardly played any football this season exactly. as well. He's not hardly played, do you know what I mean? He's not really played any minutes. I think I can recall him pretty calm off the bench, what, five, six times a season? Yeah, and most Maybe of them were like... like up or whatever, I don't know, but yeah. Yeah, not for long, but That's Saturday it. he had a bit of time and yeah, nearly scored the goal. Um, Tom says, what's the situation with Union O'Kane? I can't see this guy again anywhere near our team. Oh shit, yeah, I forgot about that bloke. Oh, there yeah, you Union go. O'Kane, where is he? He's still injured. He should, should he's still can't. injured. No, he's still injured. Oh, my good God. So why do we even fucking take him on then? It's a strange one, that. Don't get it wrong. I think everyone knows you know he's a, he's a decent player, but is he going to be the same player after being out for, what, a year or so? More than that, mate. It's been two years he's been really? out. Really? Wow. Because he's still out with the injury he got with us, weren't he? Or did he come back and get injured again? Do you know what? I think you might be right. I think he might. that might be the same injury. It might have complications, but that's what I mean. It's a, it's a weird one, isn't it? Yeah, that's very strange. Yeah, I completely forgot about you and I came as well. Jeez, when you when you Christ, work, yeah, well, when you're working on a tight budget, you know, just getting and I'm, I mean this in the nicest way, just asking that player to move on, uh, yeah. frees up money for for someone else. So. Surely he's not on an expensive. He's on loan at the moment, isn't he? But I think he's got. It was like a two year loan or something. So clearly, yeah, like when his contract ends, we'll be able to mm. have the option to sign him for free. Yeah, maybe it, paying him. Well, maybe it'll be one of them things that. If he is fit when he's free, he might be worth a shot. But then again, maybe it's just time to move on. But then we might have progressed more than, you know, he would help us. You know, like yeah, when yeah, we yeah. signed him first, we, you know, he might look like a good, you know, acquisition. But time will tell. Now maybe we've, like, sort of outgrown it. Do you know what I mean? Outgrown him. Sorry, yeah, I think that's he fair. He might not be as good as we think or what we, you know, what we have now. So it's a tough one. But, you know, see what happens with that. Batari, you'll like this this question we got. Go on, then. Benji says, do we need to go and do a go... Okay, no, let me start that one again. Benji <laughs> says, do we need to start a GoFundMe account for Bataro's tattoo? Well, you can do, mate, yeah, if you want to. <laughs> if people, you know, people keep asking about it, all right, I've explained this a couple of times now. It's going to happen, but... I need to get it done with someone who I trust and I have to go and get it abroad. Basically, it's my friend's dad and he's doing it for me. He, I know he's finishing this work off as well on my arm, but Lovely. it's going to happen, but you know, it's a lot of restrictions and I can't get it done at the moment because believe it or not, I actually, well, I didn't want to get it done, but I said it, so it's going to happen, trust me. But like, by all means, go and get a uh, GoFundMe page, that'd be even better because at least I have to fork out for that crap, do you know what I mean? <laughs> that is going to be one brilliant film. That's going to be one brilliant film. Oh, yeah. I'm yeah. going to want you to vlog the whole thing, mate. You're going to have to vlog it all. Yeah, no, what, what me crying with yeah. Nathan Jones' face on me. Yeah. That's it. 
I believe you, though. Like, I believe you. Mate, it's, it's happening. I'm telling you now it's happening. I know Dwayne kept saying a few times, oh, don't do it. You know what I mean? People forget about it. But no, it's, well, it's clearly happening. Not. It's definitely happening. Daz Hatter is one who, who wants it to happen, mate. I see him a lot on Twitter. Yeah, so. no, I know. I see him. <laughs> He's going to do it, Daz Hatter. He'll do it for you. He's going to do it. What, actually do the tattoo? No, I don't think he is. No, no, no. Daz has not going to do your tattoo. You're going to oh, do... Boy. You're going to get your tattoo. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Hey, before we finish, can I just say to Mark Neville, did I ruin your bingo card tonight? Hmm. That's you got, all. Well, you got inside jokes now on podcast. What's this about? No, no, I'm not saying. I'll tell you after. Okay, brilliant. Um, well, thanks so much for listening today. Unfortunately, there was no video today uh, due to zero battery in the camera, which is... Yeah. Mm. We need to do better. We need, yeah, to we need to do better. Yeah. But thanks so much for watching on YouTube if you have got us on YouTube or just listening. But uh, rate us five stars on iTunes. We are maybe going to be here next week, but maybe not because international break. So it depends if we can get mm. a guest on. So we're going to have a look, see if we can do that. Um, I'll be there. All right. Well, huh. we'll see. We'll see. Uh, have a great week. <laughs> and we'll see you in a couple of weeks. Is it what you want? Yeah, all right.